Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. We are here with today's mini episode, which if you guys don't know or if you're new to the show, this is a bi-weekly podcast. We come out on Mondays and Thursdays every week where we only talk about Bravo TV news, not that much recapping, more about what's happening with our favorite Bravo celebrities off screen. And if you have like a minute in your busy schedule, which I know all my listeners are incredibly busy, smart, and beautiful, give me a five-star rating on any of the apps that you listen to the show on. It really is super helpful, and I'm trying to get the word out. So let's just jump right into it. So Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules recently has been exposed for her work in a Cinemax softcore porno. The TV show is called Femme Fatale, where she exposed a whole lot more than her acting abilities. <laughs> so you can see the videos online. They are hysterical because, as we know, <laughs> Sheena is really good at faking orgasms. We saw her in the episode that aired two weeks ago on Vanderpump Rules where her and Lala were faking orgasms. And in this past week's episode, they actually explained that they were doing, like, the When Harry Met Sally and Meg Ryan moment in Cats is Jelly, which, like, adds a little bit of context like any acting teacher who's like oh like you two now fake orgasms it's like hmm I feel like you should start with like literally anything else (laughs) but Sheena back in 2011 ended up being in these Cinemax films and in the beginning I couldn't tell if it was her you know I could obviously hear, hear her voice I don't know I don't know what she sounds like when she's having sex so I couldn't tell if that was her but then I saw her horrid 
stomach tattoo and I had to confirm that twas her. It's pretty jarring. I'm not going to post any links anywhere of her porno, but just do some Googling and you'll be able to find it. But that is so funny. Oh my God. There were some, and then I asked a few friends and they're like, of course we knew that. I'm like, what? How did I not know? But actually, Sheena Shea hopefully isn't faking any orgasms anymore because she's reportedly dating someone new. She's dating a guy named Raul Ernesto and they were seen together at Tao Park City at a Casamigos event uh, in Utah. So he's pretty hot. I just went on his Instagram and he works for the brand Cameo, which Sheena does like those, you know, 60 second videos for. He works in strategic partnerships. So maybe he's somehow linked with her, but they were rumored to be dancing on top of each other at this nightclub. So get a girl. He's kind of cute. Check out uh, the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram account to spot a picture of him. So moving on to kind of bummer news, MJ Javid from The Shaws of Sunset uh, is on bed rest and during her pregnancy right now. She has been on the show since the beginning, and if anybody watches Shaws, you know like the show would be nothing without MJ. But back on episode two, we kind of teased that, one, I can't believe we're already on episode 22. So 20 episodes ago, we kind of teased that MJ seemed to be pregnant, that she was dropping little hints. And then back on episode 10, it was the official pregnancy announcement. So MJ's birth is basically like going on the same trajectory as my podcast. Hmm, wow. I hope she names the baby uh, Megan. So MJ's 46 years old. So obviously a pregnancy when you're older is always a little bit more difficult. She posted a pregnancy update on a Instagram picture that she, you know, was saying to her husband because it was his birthday. So MJ ended up responding to some comments saying, today his birthday might suck as I am on mandatory bed rest, but he assures me that as long as we are together, that that's the only place he wants to be. Let's all kind of agree that that's pretty cute. I mean, MJ's, yeah, definitely doesn't seem like one who wouldn't be complaining about going through a rough pregnancy, but then she actually ended up divulging more information on a Chrissy Teigen tweet. Chrissy Teigen tweeted, has anybody else felt like today has been extremely weird? MJ replied, I'm on bed rest for a few months, so a lot of days have felt like purgatory. I kind of feel bad for her. The baby's slated to, <laughs> baby's slated. The baby's supposed to be born Sunday, May 12th, which is actually Mother's Day. So she has like four more months of this. So, you know, I hope she's okay. And bed rest seems pretty boring, but also seems like a great excuse to sit around and watch TV in bed all day. She also posted a couple weeks back, like an iOS press release saying, I will be sharing my pregnancy journey from the very first day, beginning with the actual footage from the IVF transfer and stages to present and feature on my YouTube vlog, parentheses coming soon, which I don't know. There's a lot of things I like about MJ, but there's something about like her pregnancy that I just don't, I don't feel like I need to like watch the journey on a vlog. I mean, here I will, like I will watch it. However, I don't know. It's very Kylie of her. However, <laughs> I think MJ and Kylie might be on different playing fields. Well, Teresa Giudice from the Real Housewives of New Jersey um, obviously has been going through a lot. Her husband is currently serving his 41-month prison sentence, and he's supposed to be getting back out on March 14th, but obviously he might be getting deported back to Italy. So that's still TBD. However... Teresa this past week was <laughs> allegedly linked to be dating her plastic surgeon named Dr. Richard Maggio. So back in episode 16, we kind of discussed that Teresa was like getting cozy with some like hot guy in Miami during New Year's Eve. So in some ragtag magazine, there was a cutout that said TV destroyed my family. So in this little 
blurb, Joe Judice is basically saying he wants the kids off the TV because he thinks the TV ruined his life, which, hilarious, Joe, you ruined your life. The TV just, you know, put a lens on your fucked up behavior and, you know, terrible decision making. But I don't blame TV, blame yourself. However, at the end of it, it was saying that Teresa is probably too busy secretly dating plastic surgeon Dr. Richard Maggio to listen to what Joe has to say. So <laughs> this Richard Maggio guy ended up going on Instagram, posting a picture of this saying, oh my God, the paparazzi are swarming my house this morning. And I couldn't understand why until I saw this damn secret to me. How silly, but I'm flattered they chose me. LOL, LOL. So obviously he doesn't seem like he's dating Teresa because this would be weird. He actually ended up following up with someone saying that he isn't a plastic surgeon. He just does cosmetic procedures at this med spa in Jersey. I, you know, I feel like you never trust a med spa in Jersey. And then also my favorite part of all of this was that, so someone wrote on one of his Instagrams that clearly her quote unquote pals don't have a hashtag gaydar, which is hilarious. Um, so obviously this man is a homosexual, but actually I listened to this one podcast, Fame is a Bitch, uh, by AJ Benza, and he's a terrible guy, so actually don't go and listen, but about like seven or eight months ago, he posted, he thought he was like really breaking news with this, and he was saying, oh, you know, Teresa's plastic surgeon was seen at her, you know, bodybuilding competition, so they're dating, so I think that's kind of hysterical. Check out on the Instagram account a picture of them together at her competition, which even that's a little odd. Like, why is like your random doctor going to your bodybuilding competition? But who cares? Maybe they're good friends. That actually leads into another story that's kind of been circulating, that now Teresa thinks she should get her own Bravo spinoff that will be chronicling her life after Joe gets deported. <laughs> I just think Teresa should never have any other any spinoffs. Like, how this is going to definitely be about her being, you know, a single mom, her little fitness career, and then her dating life, which I don't ever want to see Teresa go on a date. I think, I think that wouldn't be good. I mean, if, hey, if Housewives of New Jersey is bad for the daughters, this show would be even worse. Sources say that Teresa will sign the Bravo deal before the divorce with Joe is final. She already had her accountant do the analysis of how much she's currently worth and potentially what she will owe Joe. I don't understand. If they're so worried about money, don't you think that they would just uh, sell that fucking mansion? So moving on to more Southern news. Naomi Olindo from Southern Charm recently has <laughs> spoken out about how she was forced to film with uh, Ashley Jacobs, who is Thomas Ravenel's ex-girlfriend. So according to Tamara Tattles, Ashley tried to film with the crew four times. However, obviously all of them didn't want anything to do with them. The first time was with Eliza Limehouse, who Eliza Limehouse will never be a thing. She was, I think her father was friends with Thomas. And so her and Thomas would play polo together, which I just find creepy. Like, I don't want to play polo with my dad's friends uh, ever. <laughs> that just seems weird. So, supposedly, she was hosting an event for the cast, and Trashley <laughs> was invited by production to play the role of Eliza's friend, which is really funny. So, it's interesting how the production was like, let's bring Eliza back in, and she'll just be our scapegoat to get Ashley some airtime. She was trying to apologize and claiming she wasn't dating T-Rav anymore, but no one was really believing her. Second time, she had to hang out with Naomi because Naomi ditched the cast trip to Colorado, 
because her new boyfriend didn't want her going away on a cash trip with her ex-boyfriend Craig Conover. Side note, her boyfriend is super hot. He's like this hot doctor named Matul. And I don't know anything about him, but he's really hot. So I think that's all I really care about. <laughs> so as a result, she ended up having to film with Ashley where she had like a one-on-one -on -one scene with her where I guess she was obviously trying to talk about Thomas, Catherine, whatever. And I think at the end of it, Naomi basically just told her there's nothing for her in Charleston and she should uh, pack her bags back to California. The third time Ashley came around was another Eliza Limehouse moment where she threw a fox hunt at her plantation, which I feel like that statement shouldn't be said in 2019. One, plantations? Like, come on. We all know Southern Charm is actually, you know, very tone deaf when it comes to, like, Southern past, but that's not for the show. <laughs> so she attended this fox hunt and allegedly apologized and hugged Catherine. And obviously Catherine is, like, the better person, but... She said she's no longer dating Thomas, which again is a lie because they are still together. And then the fourth and final time Ashley tried to show up was at the finale event, which was an event at Patricia's home that was just taped just a few weeks ago on January 11th, on January 17th. Production apparently wanted some fight with Patricia and Ashley, and to make Patricia even more spectacular than we all know she is, she was wearing such expensive jewelry that she decided to get a bodyguard to protect her because, God forbid, someone touches her jewels. So it was actually great because the bodyguard was able to kick out Ashley, which is hilarious. So <laughs> I can't wait to see when the season comes out. Season 6 will probably come out sometime late spring, early summer, I think. So I can't wait. And poor Naomi, haha. I mean, it's kind of interesting that her boyfriend didn't want her to go on the cash trip. Like, I mean, he's a doctor, so he's probably like, you don't fucking need this show. And she has a business degree, so, you know, unlike the other people on the cast, at least she has, like, a trajectory for a life outside of this rather than just <laughs> being like Craig who, like, sews pillows and, you know, has never worked a day in his life. So another thing that I thought was interesting that came out this week was Megan King Eggman's from The Real Housewives of O.C. If you don't remember her, she was just like a friend of on season 9, then became, became a full-time cast member on seasons 10 through 12. Uh, you might be able to remember her for being like a tall, pretty blonde, first and foremost, and then she was the one who outed Brooks, Vicky's ex-boyfriend for faking cancer, and then uh, I guess she just kind of went through like her fertility issues, and her husband was like incredibly abusive, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so she's opened up recently with People Magazine, that there has been a miracle that happened to her seven-month-old son Hart's vision problems. She was saying Dr. Mackenzie McNair, McNamara at Gateway's Chiropractic in Missouri had given her son Hart all of this cranial... Oh, God, let's see how I try to say this. Craniosacral therapy, which is a bodywork procedure that she said completely cured him of his farsightedness. One, how do you know if a baby's farsighted? The baby's seven months old. So, by the way, if you guys don't remember, Megan had one child via IVF named Aspen. She's three, and then seven months ago gave birth to two twins, Hayes and Hart, which these names are just so fucking stupid. <laughs> so, again, yeah, I don't know how this baby realized he was farsighted when he can't speak, but... Who knows, maybe doctors know, maybe doctors know more than me. So she said, if my story is a true miracle story, he's a new baby, it felt completely mind-blowing, I can't say how happy I'm about it. So she just said she noticed he was having problems seeing up close, 
and he wasn't meeting certain milestones, which again, I think like, I thought a, like a baby was just like a potato wrapped in a blanket. Like I didn't think like they were like passing milestones or like doing anything other than like rolling over. But like eyesight, I don't think would like affect rolling over or crawling, but, but actually no, maybe I guess he was like bumping into shit. I mean, who knows? Anyways, this doctor said that what she did was, you know, loosen the muscles that were making his eyes cross and were making it hard for him to see up close. And then Megan ended up saying, I know you guys are a little apprehensive about chiropractors and do they really work? Trusting that was just her experience. His eyes continue to improve every week as we go. So that's pretty great. I didn't realize that chiropractic medicine was like considered like a form of alternative medicine. I always just kind of thought it was just like something you do if you like hurt yourself. But what the fuck do I know? And her kids are so cute. You know, there are so many ugly kids at Housewives. I'm not going to name anyone from Jersey who has particularly obnoxious, ugly kids. However, her kids are really beautiful. And I'm glad he's, you know, able to see now. It's pretty freaking cute. But speaking of Real Housewives of OC, it was just confirmed that season 14 is filming and production begins next week and that the cast will be the exact same cast as season 13, which is the OG from the OC, Vicky Gumbelson, Tamara Judge, Kelly Dodd, Shannon Bedore, and newbies Gina Kirschneider and Emily Simpson will also be back for their second season, which is a really good sign. We've talked at nauseam on this show about how Kelly said she wasn't going to come back uh, if Vicky was coming back. I talked about it on episode 18, how Kelly basically said the only way she'll stay on the show is if they'll pay her more. So they probably did. I mean, she's the only one really bringing any true heat. I think Kelly deserves a raise. I think Tamara should have been fired. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to the show. Check back on Monday's episode. We're obviously going to deep dive into the Real Housewives of New York season 11 trailer and so much more. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.